following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Happy Thursday. Welcome in Main Street Sports today on the program. Our opening tip-off, Mr. and Ms. Basketball finalists have been named. We'll run down those list of names. Plus, our Team of the Week, Player of the Week. Our guest in the Coach's Corner, Columbia Academy new football coach Seth Anderson. Also, a little big game in L.A. preview and more. Stay tuned. Main Street Sports today comes your way right now. I'm J.P. Plant filling in for Mo Patton today with the Sundrop Kid from Alabama. Here is... Oh, yeah. Thursday it is. And boy, do we have a great show lined up for you. I hate that we are sans mode today because it is a really good show. Uh, And it rarely are we sans mode. (laughs) That's true. If anybody's out, it's usually me. Yeah. And he deserves a a day. He he does. He does. So we're we're going to be holding down the fort best we can, JP. And Looking forward to today's show. Like I said, it's going to be a good one. There are uh, quite a bit of, of things to talk to uh, each other about because, like you said, the Super Bowl is coming up. So we'll get into a lot of And it seems like every single day something new comes out about Auburn. <laughs> so it is. Every single day, Brian Harson's back stateside, so that's good, I guess. He he was at the SEC coaches meeting today, so I just, there's a lot to get into there, and I'm 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 anxious to get to that point. But also, again, like this, like I said, the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, some coaches in the group of five in college football have thrown out some accusations. No. They wouldn't do that against each other, right? Not against each other. Against Power 5 teams. Against Power 5 teams? Saying there's tampering and it's obvious in the transfer <laughs> portal. Can't I'm, imagine that happening, right, Chris? No, not in college uh-uh. football. I mean, uh, the, they've basically made it legal to do so. That's true. We'll, we'll, get, That's true. we'll, we'll get into that and uh, a great story on the athletic there uh, concerning that. So certainly a a lot to get to. So we might as well jump into it because we did have a decent little schedule last night got a pretty good schedule tonight as far as number of games to get to so let's go ahead and get it out of the way and get to the rundown this is the rundown in a wednesday high school boys basketball action in the district three division two class a tournament Columbia Academy down Franklin Road Academy, 88-74. It was Providence Christian, 60. Grace Christian, 36. University School Nashville edged out Battleground Academy, 70-65. And Webb School was an 83-45 winner over Middle Tennessee Christian. In junior college basketball, on the women's side, Columbia State down to Dyersburg State, 60-49. And on the men's side, Dyersburg State got the best of the homestanding Chargers, 78-62. In men's NCAA action, it was number 19-ranked Tennessee, the Vols, 72-63 winners over Mississippi State. NCAA women, Lipscomb fell to Liberty, 64-51. And in the NHL last night, the Preds fall to the Stars, 4-3. Dumb game. Yeah. Anyway, tonight's schedule at Kalioka, the Warrior Devils 
hosting the Bulldogs nice. of Cornersville. Loretto is at Richland. That's going to be a really good boys game uh, if you're looking for a game to get to. And then at Lawrence County tonight, the Spring Hill Raiders will travel down to J.P. Stomping Grounds. There you go. And NCAA men action tonight. Old Dominion is at the Borough in the Glass House, uh, ESPN+. Plus. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, thank you. Moorhead State at Belmont tonight, 7 p.m., ESPN+, Plus as well. Number 23, ranked Murray State at Tennessee State, 7.30 tonight, ESPN+. Plus. Also, ESPN+, Plus. hope you've got the app, CMO <laughs> at Austin Peay. If you want to watch anything, you better have ESPN+. Get the plus. plus. Uh, in women's action tonight, Belmont hosting Moorhead State. That's prior to that men's game. Uh, it'll be a 5 o'clock tip. It's also on ESPN Plus. SEMO uh, <laughs> is at Austin P. Again, prior to the men's game, Murray State at Tennessee State. Prior to the men's game, it's five o'clock tip for Austin P. Five thirty at Tennessee State. MTSU women are on the road at Old Dominion. That's a five thirty tip, and you can't see that anywhere. You'll have to listen to it, I guess. Uh, and I'm not sure where you listen to it, to be honest with you, because uh, I assume the men will be on. I bet uh, you can get it at GoBlueRaiders.com. Probably. Uh, that's a good place to start. Or the app, too. Yep. Um, 13th-ranked Tennessee at 530 tonight on the SEC Network hosting Missouri. Vanderbilt is out in Texas at Texas A&M. 7 o'clock tip on SEC Network. Plus, in NBA action, the Grizzlies are at the Pistons. 6 p.m. tip. I assume it's on Bally. I don't know. Sure. That's it, though. That's today's rundown. May or may not be. We're not real worried about it. You can find it. <laughs> exactly. Um, opening tip. Top story of the day. Mr. and Miss basketball finalists have been announced. Uh, TWSAA will recognize um, the winners later this year, but... A statewide committee of sports writers selected the finalists based on performance during the this year's regular season. Academics and character are also taken into consideration. Uh, basketball coaches and members of the media nominated the finalists. This will be the 37th annual award ceremony presented at the Murphy Center on Monday, March 14th at 5 o'clock. It's free and open to the public if you want to go to the Ceremony. So this is uh, going to be actual have its own ceremony as opposed to announce uh, in between the state championship games. Yeah, which 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 they've done in recent years, correct? Yeah, I, you know what? I'm not sure when the state championship finals are. So uh, it could be just before. It could be before the 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 state finals. Could be that day. Start. Um, it could because I think the state finals usually start Typical. on Tuesday, don't they? State tournament. Well, started on Wednesday. They may be expanding. It'll be Tuesday it. this year be because Tuesday. it's Class Four A. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's the case. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be the Monday before that. Interesting. In Division Two A, Maddie Hawk of Lakeway Christian, Olivia Lee of Trinity Christian, and Aaliyah Del Rosario of Webb School, who is phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, Webb School's a. Really good basketball team. Yeah, and and we've seen them up close and personal. Mm-hmm. Columbia Academy has down here. Yep. So, uh, in Division Two, Double A, Kennedy Cambridge of Ensworth. Uh, how about Ensworth with a with two finalists pulling the uh, Summit, uh, somewhat. Yeah. Um, brothers for Summit, but uh, sisters here. 
Kennedy and uh, Jelani, Jelani Cambridge of Ensworth and Sydney Maines of Knoxville Catholic. In uh, 1A, Elena Anderson of Gleason, Savannah Davis and McKenzie, L- Lindy Ramsey of Unaka, not Unaka. Correct, it is Unaka. The reigning class, uh, reigning 1A Miss Basketball, Carly Weathers is a finalist for 2A along with Madison Hart of Gibson County and Jada Harrison of Westview. Uh, Sarah Burton of Clinton, Mackenzie Cochran of Page, and Brooklyn Crouch of Upperman and 3A. Amari Berry of Clarksville, who is incredible, and Tamia Scott of Clarksville Northwest in 4A, along with Jennifer Sullivan of Bearden. On the boys' side, it's Tyler Bird of Tipton Rosemark, Daniel. You got a you got a guess? Egbeniwi. 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 FACS mm-hmm. and Eddie Ricks III of Clarksville Academy in Division II Single A. In Double A, it's BJ Edwards of Knoxville Catholic, Chandler Jackson, Christian Brothers, Taylor Tanner of Brentwood Academy. In Class 1A, I guess we have to say 1A now because Single A, Double A, Triple A made sense, but Quadruple A is really hard to say. Quad is, yes. Doesn't roll off the tongue so, quite as well. 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A it is now. Zach. Uh, Zach Amonet of Pickett County, Roderick Robinson of Middleton, and the likely winner, Grant Strong of Clay County, who won it last year. Class 2A's Gavin Burleson of Summertown here in southern Middle Tennessee is joined by Gus Davenport of Cannon County and Jared or Gerard, I don't know, Taylor uh, of East Nashville. I don't know the answer to that. Jacoby Gillespie of Greenville. Great football player. We talked about him a quite a bit this yep. football season. Is in Class 3A along with Enrico Sane, the second of Jackson Southside, just Stephen Walker of Fayette Ware. And in 4A, it's Brandon Miller, the McDonald's All-American, and odds-on favorite to win this award of Cane Ridge, mm-hmm. uh, along with Elijah Breadwood of Bearden and Amar Knox of Bartlett. I think, I think if you're in the 4A and you get nominated as a finalist, you take that as a win. Hey, you know, it's it's history of the making. The first ever 4A Mr. Basketball finalist. There it is. You could take that uh, moniker with you. If you didn't have a pencil and pad ready when we named all of those, and you, <laughs> or maybe you just don't know how to spell some of those names, it is available at MainStreetPreps.com. Go check it out. And that is our opening tip for the day. When we come back, Seth Anderson who is recently named Columbia Academy football coach, is set to join us, uh, is scheduled to join us. We'll also hand out some hardware, team of the week, player of the week, and more. Also, more coaching news in Southern Middle Tennessee. That's right. It's a big week for Southern Middle Tennessee coaching and football. One domino falls, and that uh, typically will uh, trigger a lot of others. And here we go. So we will be back. On Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint to the Lee Company Studio, right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. 
And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We are live from the Lee Company studio. I'm Chris Yao, joined by J.P. Plant. Sands Mo Patton this afternoon, but he's with us in spirit. He's with us in spirit. Absolutely, no, no question there. The Hall of Fame ghost is here. The go- I'm in this chair. And you are. Weird. You are. I'm not. I'm not used to being in this angle. So, do you feel smarter? I do. <laughs> I feel like like things are going to go my way. Okay. Um. Well, as we mentioned on the other side of the break, some. Some dominoes are falling in the coaching world, and so we're going to get to that real quick. But first, we need to give you some hardware and go with the End to Win Life Team of the Week, uh, presented by Custom Stone Handlers. End to Win Life is the kind of the, the nonprofit that Ned Rich and his friends at Custom Stone Handlers uh, handle, and it's great program, but... Uh, we're going to hand this award this week to the Summertown girls basketball team who got a pair of wins over Forest and Mount Pleasant last week. Uh, coming off of their loss against Loretto, they bounce back. Bounce back. Get a couple of good wins and uh, got another win on Tuesday night as well. So they're on a three-game win streak right now. They've won six of their last – I'm sorry, seven of their last eight. So that's – of course, when that eighth one is Loretto right now, it's it's almost yep. like you just take what you – Hey, there he is. Look at there. He said unavailable for the show. Unavailable for the show. Yeah. He didn't say unavailable for the first segment. That's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll slide him in. We'll take it. Yeah, the Hall of Famer. The Hall of Famer is I said in the his building. ghost was here. I'm seeing him in person right now. <laughs> Unless it's Walked his right actual ghost, we and we are, we've really screwed up. <laughs> uh <laughs> 
The MTBJ, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Player of the Week, Columbia Academy's Maddie Lewis, who averaged 20 points and three wins last week, including a 59-40 January 31st win at Grace Christian. She scored 28 points and had four trays and seven boards in that one. So, well done. Well done. Um, That's going to do it for our hardware. As I was mentioning, uh, I gave it to Summertown Girls because we didn't – we had two teams that, that didn't lose last week, Loretto and Summertown. <laughs> and Summertown was coming off the loss to Loretto, so I gave them to them. There you go. Okay. Right. <laughs> we, we didn't have that discussion before, and you were here. So. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> let's, let's mention this real quick. Uh, it came out yesterday. We, we had an idea it was coming. Uh, got the news yesterday for sure. That Dakota Cruz uh, has resigned at Summertown and will be the defensive coordinator at Columbia Central under his former coach and mentor Bobby Sharp. So. Much to the chagrin of Lane Henson, oh, I'm sure, and the Summertown administration, which now is set to name the program's third football coach in three years. Yeah, that, that can't be easy. So. We'll get we'll get into that I'm sure more as, as as Summertown gets gets going in a coaching search. You you jinxed us. You said please let the coaching searches be done. You were tired of it, and so here I we am. Are. Well, I, I too am. bad, so I, sad. I, love dad. Anyway, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. Bang fingers. <laughs> oh man, but. One of those new coaches we have on the line with us right now, Columbia Academy's Seth Anderson is joining us on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Renee Hart and the folks at From the Heart, make sure that you are fed and happy. Some of the best food in southern middle Tennessee. Make sure to get out there and uh, and see the folks there. So let's welcome, in, welcome him in now, Mo. It's brand new. Columbia Academy football coach Seth Anderson. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank y'all for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, congratulations. All obviously are in order. Columbia Academy graduate, longtime Columbia Academy assistant football coach, most recently serving as defensive coordinator. And, oh, by the way, two-time state championship softball coach. <laughs> Seth Anderson. Let's not forget that. Yeah, it's because it, I think that's going to make for a really interesting spring for Seth Anderson. Was as I, as I actually tweeted that. Mm-hmm. Said two-time state softball champion Seth Anderson joining us. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. That is going to make for an interesting spring. Coach, how do you plan to uh to to handle both duties? You know, it's definitely going to be a, a case of time management and making the most of the time that I have. Uh, you know, I'm looking for for uh, for ways to to get with these guys. Uh, you know, on the football side of things, and you know, having meetings with them in the mornings and kind of getting the jump on on everything uh, on that side, and then with after school workouts, relying on uh, some assistant coaches to kind of help me out with. Uh, with the weight room, uh, as you know, the spring is a pretty busy time for 
for not just me, but but for a, a lot of athletes as, as they play uh, different sports. Um, so uh, taking the guys that are that are down in the in the weight room and, and really, you know, pushing them. Um, you know, that, that's a big part that I'm leaning on my assistants to do. As you get into softball, is spring practice um, set? Do you all have set dates for spring practice as of yet? Uh, we don't have anything set. Uh, there are a couple options that we have uh, that we're looking at. And as I'm, uh, you know, getting my staff together, uh, kind of talk to them, discuss what, what works best for their schedules and and uh, kind of go from there. But we, we have a couple different options. That, you know, as you know, softball uh, kind of eliminates uh, several dates. But but we, we found a, a couple good good ideas to, to get our uh, 10 practices in. All right. Um, you mentioned your staff. Is is your staff complete, and is it all on campus, or do you anticipate any additions or anybody coming from outside of the program at this time? How How is your staff coming along? Yeah. Yeah, so, no, it, it's not complete yet. Uh, there are uh, several pieces in place for sure. Uh, there will be some new faces. Uh around um but like i said we're in the process of of looking at different guys um and really finding who who fits and and uh fits into this program that's interesting you know it's it's always that's part of it right again we just talked about dakota cruz coming from summertown that that's gonna create some some different openings in other places maybe not head coaching openings but uh the coaching carousel right now is getting crazy. So it, it stands to reason that, you know, you've, you've got your work cut out for you uh, as softball season looms. So you got a lot to do in a short per- period of time, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, you know, like I, like I said, like I hinted at earlier, you know, I, I'm leaning on uh, some of the coaches that we already have in place off of, off the previous staff. Um, you know, dominoes, you, you said it, dominoes are falling pretty much daily. Uh, so you might have somebody who who would like to be a part, but then all of a sudden they're they're getting another offer. So it, it, it's pretty fluid right now. Um, but, you know, we, we've got we've got some good uh, some good pieces already and, and look to add a few um, that, that are pretty solid and, and really looking forward to that. Speaking with Seth Anderson, Newly named Columbia Academy football coach here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart over in Chapel Hill. Seth, um, a lot of times going from assistant coach to head coach in the same program can, I don't know for lack of a better phrase, certainly have its challenges. Uh, What are your thoughts as far as that goes, you know, in the – you know, going from good cop to bad cop, you know, um, getting the guys, you know, in the, in the mindset that, no, I'm not your buddy. I'm the, I'm the head coach, you know, I mean, um, just that whole transition, both for you and for them. How, how do you expect that to go? Yeah. So uh, you alluded to it earlier, uh, graduated from here back in 2005 and actually started coaching, uh, the fall of six, while, while I was still in in college, uh, coached Leslie Moat. Uh, I was fortunate enough for him to 
to ask me to to help out, which it, it was funny because he he knew how inexperienced I was being a you know sophomore in college, and he said, "You know, I want you to coach tight ends." Well, I get there, we're running four wide, and we don't really have a tight end. <laughs> um, but 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 I recognized what he was trying to do, you know, trying to help me out and kind of get my foot in the door. So I I'm, I'm forever grateful to him for that. Um, you know, being here since then. Uh, coaching under three uh, different head coaches, uh, I've been fortunate enough to to kind of see uh, you know different techniques and, and different philosophies, and you know kind of pick and choose uh, different aspects from each of those. Um, and there's familiarity too. Um, you know, all, all the kids that I'm coaching, I've coached in some capacity, uh, so you know they know me. Um, I can't, you know, try to be anything I'm not. You got to be yourself, no matter what role you're in. You got to be yourself. But I do understand that that my role is going to change. Um, and I told the kids, you know, it's going to be different. I'm not saying good or bad. It's going to be different. So uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that new role, um, and you know, really excited to get, you know, get it kicked off. What do you feel like you do bring to the head coaching role, Seth? You know. Really, I, I, I do think there is some uh, stability. Uh, you know, a lot of times when uh, there's a transition uh, from you know, uh, from a head coach, um, there, there's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of uncertainty. And I think the fact that I've, you know, been here, you know, you know, longer than a lot of these kids have been alive, which, you know, thinking about that right now makes me feel pretty old. But uh, – I think stability is one thing. They they know what to expect um, from me, uh, which is good. There's there's probably a comfort, uh, I would think. Um, so, I think that that's one of the the key positives that that I can bring to the program. Seth Anderson here, newly named Columbia Academy football coach on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Coach, we appreciate you taking some time with us. It. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun watching you sprint between softball and football fields, uh, you know, while you're in in between drills. That's maybe be they'll get them. Maybe they'll get them a golf, golf cart. cart. Yeah. We'll get you a yeah. golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> Check with Pernell on that. See what we can do. Yeah, I'll, I'll be looking for it. I'll be looking for it for sure. All right. uh, Seth, we appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hey, thank y'all, and thank y'all for all you do and covering these athletes. We we really appreciate it. Thank you. Ah. <sighs> Well, Mo, firing coaches has become crazy over, you know, high school wise. But in the (laughs) college world, it's a little bit more difficult unless you have $20 million just laying around. Just laying around. Yeah. Or creative accounting, some creative administrative options too we'll tell you what auburn has tried to do on the other side of the break and if it's gonna work (laughs) it's not i can go ahead and tell you there there will be lawyers right (laughs) we'll be right back on main street sports today y'all stick around Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. 
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We are live from the Lee Company studio, Chris Yow. The Hall of Famer's back, Mo Patton, in the building. Not his ghost. He's actually real. He's a real boy. (laughs) (laughs) jp plant is still in the corner by choice nobody puts jp in the corner (laughs) except Except jp except me and 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 miss jojo (laughs) sometimes sometimes yes i think some folks at auburn would like to put brian harson in the corner i think they already have I think they put themselves in the corner. Mm, you get a what ding they for did. that transition. Well done. Mm. Thank you. I think Auburn has put itself in a corner. That is the problem here because as a lot of my friends who are Auburn fans think that I am somehow in Brian Harson's corner because I'm telling them that this isn't a good idea. Right, it's not a good idea to try and get rid of Brian Harson after one year for any reason. Okay. Well, here's the thing. What one? The fact that you think it's not a good idea doesn't mean you are defending him. Correct. It's just a statement of fact. It's not a good idea. It's not a good look for for a university that is having issues with optics anyway. And this is my point is. Do they not remember their last coaching search that ended up with this guy? They don't remember how they ended up with this guy? Everybody and their mamas turned it down? Not just that coaching search. They have a way of bungling coaching searches. Nobody can screw up a coaching search quite like Auburn. I mean, who was it that they – which Louisville coach was it? Was it Petrino? Mm -hmm. Jetgate. 
Yeah. They were going to Louisville to, to get Bobby Petrino. Bobby Louder was on the jet, was bringing him back, except it got leaked. And next thing you know, Bobby Petrino wasn't. Bobby Petrino's not coming. And Tommy Turperville stuck going, I just won two games in a row against Alabama, and he's about to win four more in a row. And a national championship, if you, you know, count people's national championships. <laughs> I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, so, so the fact that you're saying it's not a, a good idea doesn't mean that you are pro Brian Harson, And it's kind of crazy that people would come to that conclusion, but they are Auburn people. So it's, it's just amazing to me that anybody thinks that it's a good idea to fire a coach after one year in this. This economy in this economy. no, but in, in this way, you have literally made it. You have told the next coach, whomever it may be, that we will do whatever it takes to fire you if necessary. If if we feel it's necessary, if we want to do it, yeah. whatever we want to do. So, what what is the next play for Auburn? Well, but the thing is, at this point, you got to. How fire can him. you not fire? You got to. Because you you, you can't bring to. him back. Well, he's at now. the he's at the coaches meeting today in Birmingham. <laughs> now he came in the side door. What's he wearing? That's what I said. Just That's, just a plain white polo. Le- legitimately, <laughs> this is this is. I I sent this tweet out today. Nabias Wilburn, uh, friend of the show, said. He said, oh, by the way, the basketball coach for the number one team in the country speaking to media here at whatever time. And I literally tweeted him back and said, who cares? What's Brian Harson wearing at the SEC coaches meeting? Right. So. Guarantee it's not blue and orange. It it was Under Armour. It was gray. Gray. I don't know if it had an Auburn logo on it. It might have had an Auburn logo on it. Maybe. Maybe. But it would have been. 50-50. Yeah. It's 50-50 at best that whether he had an Auburn logo on his shirt. On his gray shirt. That's pretty telling. I think it is. But I think Brian Harson wants to be the coach at Auburn in 2022. 20, at this point, does he? Would you? Can you? I mean, if I have a choice of getting my $18.3 million Three. or coaching – then it's the 18.3 million airtime every time. <laughs> but what Auburn did on I mean, Tuesday, I, co- coaching isn't a bad consolation prize. No, no. In but, the sec, but even if you don't have any coordinators, I mean, what are they going to do? Fire me. <laughs> well, the guy, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, he, he lost three coordinators. Mike Bobo's trash. He fired Mike Bobo because he's trash. He's been trash everywhere. He's been, all right, he's just not a very good offensive coordinator. He's a great coach, but he's not a good coordinator. Just bottom line. All right, two, Derek Mason left and took a $400,000 pay cut. Annually. He signed a two-year deal, which means he took a million-dollar pay cut, basically. But in two years, guess who ain't going to be in the Big 12 and have to worry about no more? Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma State just became the dog in the Big 12. Why would you not want to go there? 
Why would you want to coach in the SEC against Alabama and Georgia and Oklahoma and Texas and Arkansas and LSU every single week when you can go play Baylor and TCU? Because I'm going to make $400,000 a year more coaching against them. Wrong. Because you're more likely to get fired when you lose to Alabama and Georgia and Florida and LSU and Texas A&M than you are. See, over the long play, it's smarter to be at Oklahoma State because you're going to be there longer. Because of job security. Because of job security. See? <laughs> like, like the meme, huh? Exactly. You, so a lot of folks saying, well, he, all the players are leaving. Well, he's kind of a hardtail. He's a hard-ass coach. And a lot of people can't deal with that. And especially when you go six and seven, a lot of people can't deal with that. But some kids can. Some coaches can. You just got to find the right people, and you have to build that mentality. Now, But it, it, it almost seems like – I mean, I get the kids – in in you know with the portal and with everything else that's going on these days kids aren't really motivated to stay in place under any sort of adversity i get that coaches though and i mean again I oh, gonna, I, you you say mike wayne i ain't got to take this no more you you say mike bobo is trash okay I, i'll take your word for that one austin davis Man leaves to spend more time with his family. He's not married. He doesn't have kids. <laughs> he's he's going to hang out with his folks. I guess they, they said he was he wasn't a fit, which means that their personalities didn't match, right? You didn't know. That? How did you not get that in the interview? First of all, but yeah, I trust me, I get it. It's a lot easier to to take a personality like Brian Harson at Alabama where you win national championships. It's not as easy when you go six and seven and lose to Houston no, in the Birmingham. No, it's Bowl. not. No, it's not. And, and you know, you're, you're just coming in here. It's like, and, and I would imagine in Derek Mason's case in particular, it's kind of tough. I mean, it's like, dude, I mean, I know I was here. at Vanderbilt, but I was running things at Vanderbilt. I got a pretty good idea of what's know, going on. I, I know a little something. Exactly, Devontae Davis. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he probably felt a little bit sure. Put off by Brian Harson walking around like I'm king, whatever. I will say this. Folks at Arkansas State and folks at Boise State didn't are happy that he's gone. If that tells you anything. They're happy he's gone. Helped him collect boxes, huh? So, I just don't think it's a good look. Whether or not it's a good idea to fire him, whatever. This isn't a good look. Especially what you did on Tuesday by putting out a policy that if you don't cooperate with investigations, you can be terminated for cause. After you've not cooperated with an investigation. (laughs) That's not how this works. (laughs) Retroactive. Yeah. Um, that brings up the next question, though. Is Auburn concerned with how it looks? And I don't think they are. And, again, go back months ago when we talked about this. Nobody that has Hugh Freeze on their wish list is really concerned about how Optics. things look. That's right. Just remember, the new, the new slogan for Yellowwood is what must be done eventually must be done immediately. immediately. <laughs> That is the new Yellowwood slogan. (laughs) 
what, what must be built eventually must be built immediately. Here's the crazy thing. And, and I put this in the run of show. I just want to mention this. Brian Harson's dad called Feinbaum yesterday. Talk about your bad looks. Now he didn't say I'm Brian Harson's dad. He said, I'm Dale from Boise. Well, it turns out Brian Harson's dad's name is Dale and he, he lives, lives in Boise. Boise. <laughs> that was dumb. Why are you not Jim from Cullioca? You know what I mean? Like, pick, don't make it so obvious, Dale from Boise, <laughs> unless it was somebody trying to pretend to be Brian Hartson's Bo- yeah. dad, I guess. But it was interesting that he, he Dale mm. from Boise mm. calls in and defends Brian Harson and all this. This is hilarious. Wow. Oh, so there's man. just bad optics all, all the way over around this thing. <laughs> yeah. Every single day something happens in this Auburn thing that makes it it's like, can we stop talking about it? Absolutely nope. not. We cannot stop talking about it. It's a train wreck. <laughs> We're and, gonna and, watch every it, bit of yep, it. Yep, there you go. <laughs> every single bit of it. If it hits a car and the car hits a house, house. we're <laughs> gonna watch that too. Let's take a break. It's halftime because uh bad logos, man. Oof. They're out there. And then the NFL has one now, so stick around. Main Street Sports Day returns after this.